We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Carlo Navas, and with me today, he's plugging in his headphones. You know him well. Producer and co-founder, capologist, Brian West. Brian's muted, uh, but I muted him. So that's fine. My headphones disconnected. That happens. Uh, Chad wants to know where you got that hat. Looks sick. Where'd I get the hat? The Miami Heat store. Miami Heat store. You heard it here. Official, official team merchandise. Listen, we're here for you live. I'm not reading Mummy's Milk and Chat. It's just a funny name. Uh, thank you for joining us live here on twitch.tv slash Miami Heatbeat. If you're a pod listener, if you watch us on YouTube, stop by the Twitch channel. Come join us. It's fun. People in chat like Mummy's Milk 14. Uh, you, can have, <laughs> you can have fun with them. We do raffles as we did during Pride. And if you still want to donate to Pride, go to our Twitter page. It's Our donation link is pinned. You're helping out trans social. If you're here in chat on Twitch, exclamation point pride to donate. Shout out to the motherland over there at Blue Wire who helps us make this all happen. And today we're going to talk about, listen, we're going to talk about Dane You also Lewis. have five minutes to bid on our Levitard auction if you're listening live. What's the auction Good. at? The auction's still at $700. That's $700. So, you know, be, if, donate If to you want to go see the Levitard shipping container, Live in person, get a tour of the new studio that's now by I think the Caseya Center, so really close to Miami Heat Arena, and potentially go get lunch and and see a Marlins game with them. I think that's the plan. Um, last year, the winner won this auction. They all went to Top Golf. I think this year they're planning on going to a Marlins game. So if you're interested, you got now less than five minutes. You got four minutes and thirty seconds to put your last final bid in. Um, the link is in our Twitter account. If you can still access it. If not, you can probably just search the Torn Record Mystery Crate with Shipping Container or just type in Dan Levitard Auction. Um, it Our on eBay. eBay account is Miami Heat Beat, so you should be able to find it pretty easy. So, yeah. So, get on that, all the offerings that we have going on. But, obviously, you know, Twitter's broken. We don't know what's going on. I, listen, I woke up today. I woke up at I woke up at 845. 
and I looked up my phone and I couldn't access Twitter. And I was like, do we have Dame? I don't know. I, I was the same way. So I went to bed around like 3 a.m. last night. I was working on a, a special project that I hope we can use pretty soon. Um, and as I went to bed, I was like, I really hope I didn't just go to sleep and miss the news from happening. Because I wasn't like, what was life back then before Twitter? Like that basically Twitter started around the big three era. That's like when all the, the announcements and signings started happening there. But what were we doing before then? Was it just well, like, like going refresh. on com and refreshing that and just yeah, seeing like those headlines, like the, the six or seven bullet points they had on the right corner? Yeah, you'd refresh ESPN. That was one thing. You'd you'd you know you'd do that. You'd you'd have Sports Center on. Well, I found oh, out yeah, I, I found out Wade and Bosch were back on the heat because I was I was on Sports Center. Sports radio, I was listening to seven ninety the ticket a lot and I was kind of waiting on news and that was that was just kind of how shit happened. That was, you know. <laughs> People in chat are like Sports Center twenty four seven. Yeah, man, that was the that was the meta. That's what we had to do. What else were we gonna do? Or oh, and refresh the uh, the the uh, ESPN homepage. But so we don't have Twitter yesterday. Dame requests a trade at what like eleven in the morning, right before as I was getting ready to go to Epcot. He requested a trade. Bri- he ruined Brian's time. trip to Epcot. I had to rush back home because I wasn't sure if the trade was happening like soon or not. Did you cancel it, your Epcot trip? Because I, I cut it short. I didn't get to go around the world like I wanted to, and and, and you know get get a How beer. How does your from wife feel country. about this? How, you tell oh, she's your wife because I saved us money. Okay, I was wondering, like, babe, we can't go to Japan. Dame Lillard might get traded. I'm I couldn't so get sorry. to Mexico in time. I wanted to go get a frozen margarita from there. Babe, we can't we can't get frozen margarita. It might be Dame time, and you rush home. I was at the Apple store. My phone doesn't work. And I was at the Apple store and I said, they take my phone away to do a diagnostic. I was like, what if, what if Dave gets traded from my phone's there? How would I know? So, you know, they have the sample iPhones. Yeah. I, yeah, get yeah. On, I got on heat Reddit and I just kept yeah, refreshing. That's Because <laughs> I couldn't access Twitter because it wasn't working. So I just got you know, on Reddit. You know, it's funny. One time I went to go get an iPhone at the Apple store. And um, as I was waiting and stuff, I just logged into Miami Heapy on like three different MacBooks and just left it as the homepage there. That's funny. Um, <laughs> so that was, that was our life yesterday. We didn't know. Dame requested a trade. Uh, all hell broke loose. Did I, you know. So we uh, we were, you know, we, we were we were in that we were in that that space. And Brian, where we're at today is interesting because well, let's recap yesterday before we get into that, today. yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Like I want I want like so I'm saying where we're at today, like the things we know. Damian Lillard requested a trade that we mm-hmm. know, right? Let, let's do the things that we do know. The Miami Heat are the preferred destination. We don't know if that's the only destination, although it appears to be you know, that has not been like reported. Like when Chris Haynes says Miami or bust because it was Sam Amick and I'm not doubting Amick's reporting, but it comes a little more concrete when it comes from Chris Haynes, because when it's Chris Haynes, you know that it's coming directly from the, um, directly from, from the source. Right. So we know that I think well, Brad, those are the facts. I can, I can pretty much guarantee you that that Sam Amick's reporting is coming directly from Dame's agent because when Dame's agent wanted to put out that press release not too long ago, like last week, when Damian Litter had that Will Smith Miami music playing in the background, they disputed or refuted that that uh, just basic report saying that he was already going to be coming to Miami right away, or at least that he was making the, tr- the trade request then, you know, a week ago. And he did it through Sam Amick and The Athletic. 
So, I mean, you just connect the dots there. He obviously has access to that agent's contact information, and he's been writing stories where it seems like it's coming from Damian Lillard's side. Unlike Woj, he's writing stories where it's it very likely is coming from the Portland Trailblazers organization. I know we'll get to that in a bit. Um, but I do also want to put out, because Shams did talk about um, at least the preferred destination, because it's really two reporters that were mentioning it the most. And it was Marcus Spears, and Shams was like really definitive with it. And what he had wrote, he said, Damian Lillard requested a trade from Portland and says he wants a trade specifically to the Miami Heat. So he didn't put like two teams, three teams, like a, a list of preferred destinations specifically to the Miami Heat. And it makes sense because he wants to, you know, he had that that quote the other day when he's like, I want to play with Bam and I love Mikhail. I'd like to play with Mikhail. But like Brooklyn's not ready to contend. Like if you put Damian Lillard, let's say they don't, let's say they just acquire Damian Lillard for nothing. That team's not ready to contend even with Lillard for nothing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Miami is a team that is coming off being in the finals. They had a lackluster regular season because their shooting was bad and their offense struggled. Well, guess who fixes that? They're a team that's been to the finals twice in this kind of era of Jimmy and Bam. They were in the Easter Conference Finals last year, and they went to Game 7. So we all know the one shot away, blah, blah, blah. So this is a team that is contending for a title, right? Yep. They're like they're competing every night to win, and Brooklyn is a little bit farther away than Miami, obviously. So that makes sense, right? So Dame wants to be here. He requests this trade. This is all happening. And now we're at a point where the Portland, the Portland Trailblazers – now don't want to at first it was like the, the messaging coming out of the organization through the reporting was we're going to work with Dame to get him to a spot where he is happy. That was that was really what was coming out of Portland. And that has changed with some Adrian Wojnarowski reports that Brian, you can elaborate on. But it just appears that the organization is not happy with the return that they'd get from a heat trade because it would be two to three picks depending on how things work out. It doesn't appear that they want Tyler Hero, which it makes sense because they have Sharp. They just drafted Scoot. Like, there's not a need for him. And maybe there's they don't. There's roster duplication. Yes, obviously. There's roster duplication. So it's understandable why the Blazers are like, I don't want him. And that contract might be harder to move than we think. So they, you know, really Miami's offer is, well, Kyle Lowry's $30 million expiring contract. If they loop the Thunder into the deal that you can get Depot's $10 million, so you get like $40 million of expiring contracts. You and just you have get... to get to 45. That's all you need to trade match for Dame just by himself. That's not yeah. counting any other players that Portland may consider trading out as well. Um, at least to Miami. Miami is incoming salary. So if you're trying to trade match for for uh, Lillard's, I think, $48 million contract, you got to send out at least, I think, 43 45 I'll, I'll look it up in a second. Regardless, but, yeah. Miami has the salaries to match. That's not an well, issue what, at all. What I'm saying is that what Miami can offer Portland, because they don't want the young player that they have, is a couple projects in Jovic, well, before uh, Jamie signed, because Jamie signed uh, yesterday, correct? Yeah. So. So Jamie, uh, Jack, I was Jaime, it's Jaime. Jaime, Jaime cannot be traded for 30 days. So Correct. the draft rights would have been traded. So that would have been like three first round picks, but whatever. Correct. So, you know, Miami has, you know, Jovich and, you know, a couple, you know, Highsmith, those kinds of guys. But in reality, what Miami is going to be able to offer is picks and, ex and expiring salaries so that you can clean your cap books. 
That's what Miami has to offer. They don't have the blue and, chip and hero there. and hero who is look they the report is that they're looking for and it's the same fucking shit every single time that we see a, tr- a star player request a trade the, the gms or the front office goes through Woj or whoever the media mouthpiece is he's like i want young star players and i want draft assets or an all-star that's the other yeah. thing that they say an all-star and oftentimes they usually get one or the other they don't usually don't get both jamal um, was an all-star would they take like like that kind of all-star yeah but like i mean fucking kyle Lowry was an all-star he's is he good enough to be traded? And he's not young anymore, but he was an all-star not too long ago. Anyways, I'm just joking. But like to me, like what's happening here is they're trying to get Miami to give in as most the most amount that they can put on the table as possible. And it's they kind of realize, especially with the roster duplication with Tyler Hero, you know, not really mixing well with their current, you know, guard um rotation. Like they need a third team to be involved. And that third team obviously would have to take in hero and send out whatever assets that, you know, could be then rerouted to Portland. And I think that's what's happening here. I think they're really forcing the issue for Miami to, to bolster their offer, but really the competition, as far as we know, it's really Miami's the only one that's really, you know, a suitor. Like we have a list of other teams that potentially may be interested. Um, there's reports at San Antonio, Utah, I think the Clippers and, I don't even think I've heard Brooklyn's name out there. Philadelphia. Really. And Philadelphia. Yeah. Those would be like the, the few teams or four teams outside of Miami that potentially could be, you know, on the table in terms of calling Portland and be like, what's the price on this? And that's Which just like every, every teams- NBA franchise does that. Doesn't matter who it is. You'll you'll get fucking calls from the Pelicans and calls from the Magic. And they'll just call on to see if there's any possibility of, of Damian Lillard coming to that franchise. But we all know what Damian Lillard wants, and he wants the Miami Heat. So, and we've seen this with starch uh, packages in in the past. Like, I can only think of two circumstances. Really, one where a, where a star player didn't get to the destination he wanted to, and it was Kawhi Leonard. And I guess maybe if you want to count Donovan Mitchell last season, but that wasn't really reported that he only wanted to go to the Knicks. It was just a place that we knew he liked to go to, or at least the market in New York was a place he liked to go to. But this is a guy that's 33 years old. Like, there's not a list of teams that one want to give up as much salary as possible to trade match that the, the draft picks that they would have to gut. And then two, like they're they're not in a winning situation where he would be happy and not eventually request another trade in like a year or two, like James Harden has every offseason. And, and Brian, let's not forget that when Kawhi got traded, a he he was he had one year left on his deal. Yeah. It wasn't multiple years, right? So he had one year left on his deal. And that was an organization that said, hey, no pressure on deciding. Play with us a year. That's a risk. That's a huge risk that not a lot of organizations are willing to take. And Toronto, they were a good team already. They were a 60-win team and when he came in. so And he was plug and play. So even yeah. that example, while it's true that San Antonio is like, we're not trading you to, to a team in Los Angeles like you wanted. It was only for a year. So he, you know. In, his, in your in a player's head, you can rationalize. Okay, well, I got traded to a good team. I just have to play one year, and then I'm I'm out the door to Los Angeles. So even that one's different. Real quick, want to give a quick shout out to our subs. Uh, Heat Nation WBP said, "Glad to resub. Things have been lean, but do what we can." That is that means the world to us. You know, thank you guys for that kind of support. Anything that you can or are willing to do. We love that. And, and that just means the world to us. Don't break the bank for us if you can't. But if you give us a little offering that I, 
big hugs, love, appreciation. Y'all are the best. Quick uh, quick note on that Levitard auction. We hit over a thousand on our winning bid. Oh, let's go. What was the final? What was the final bid? A thousand thirty. So we are over twenty. We're almost at three thousand dollars raised for Pride. Because we, we raised about seventeen hundred dollars uh, via via our donations, and then we we just sold for over a thousand. So, congratulations for Trans Social, a great organization helping people here in South Florida. Love and appreciate you guys. Uh, somebody asked, is, is, "Ain't Pride Month over?" It is, but we started late. I was been transparent on the pod. My grandmother passed um, in the beginning of June, and uh, she had health problems uh, as early as the beginning of the finals. So I was not able to prepare for all of the things that we had to do. So unfortunately, yeah. we had to delay some of our pride stuff, uh, which is why. And we want to kind of keep our donations open until the end of July. Anyways, you know, the, the Levitar bid had the process and everything. So I figured, you know, why not? Uh, but that's 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 the logistical reason why. So shout out to that. Appreciate that. Uh, back to back to back to back Dame to Dame here. Um, a couple things. I want to get a couple questions here. And guys, be free to ask questions. Um, and I know we're yeah. kind of going ask, all over. You can ask cap questions. I mean, I might have to take a little bit to like do the numbers and stuff, but ask cap questions, I'll answer on the fly. So I'm gonna start with a few here. So we had uh our our boy Troppy Baby, the Troppy Baby from Five Reasons, Alex Toledo. Um, he asked, can they not wait 30 days to make a trade official for for Jaime? Yes, they could do that. Uh, can't think of a recent transaction where that's happened, but I've, I'm, it's not impossible where they can't include Jaime in a trade. What's going to happen is it, they agree to it in principle with Jaime in the deal. What's good is that they can actually use his salary as part of the trade match, and uh, we can probably even get into that in a little bit because I know there was, a, there was a recent tweet by Albert Naman. That was pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, they can use his his salary in the trade match. His salary now is going to be well. It's not. I don't know his official numbers just yet until Spotrack updates it. But it should be roughly around three point five million. So that's three point five million you can put on the table to trade match up to forty one million, which is what you need. Forty one point four nine is the exact number you need to trade match for Damian Lillard by himself. And um, yeah, you can wait thirty days. Uh, that basically what happens is you don't make that trade call with the league office to basically swap medicals, do all that fun stuff where they, you know, check the trade, make sure that's legal, you know, until July thirty first. If you sign yesterday, you wait thirty days, July thirty first, and that's when you get that tweet from the Miami Heat account saying, "Hey, we traded for Damian Lillard," when everybody else knew that he was already traded. Yeah, absolutely. So that that good good question by Alex because. Um, and as you said, kind of what what Albert said, the goat Albert Amad. Yeah. and we don't um, get the press the press conference for for about a month later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Dame can't. I know you've tweeted this. Dame can't be traded. He doesn't have to wait like oh, like all these other signs. Like he you know, he he he's immediately eligible to be traded. Yeah, there was a there was some mislead reporting, and part of it was because Spotrack's ups, um, website was actually wrong for a while, and they hadn't updated. it. But yeah, Damian Lillard, he did sign an extension last offseason. Um, it went processed on July 9th, which is the first day of the moratorium. Uh, what ended up happening was the he signed a deal that wasn't a, des, a, vet, a veteran-designated player extension. Usually those extensions, you have a full year where that player cannot be traded. But because he had more than 10 years of experience on his belt, the extension he signed 
Um, according to the CBA, he does he only has to wait six months. So that six month grace period where he couldn't be traded was expired back in January of this year. So he's been trade eligible since January, I think, 9th of this year. So yeah, you don't have to wait till July 9 to make that trade, but there was some I don't know wrong reporting out there, and I did clear it up on Twitter yesterday. Let's go. I see a couple people saying like you gotta keep Jovic in a trade. Listen, that's not a guy like uh we got Midlovin says uh Jovic is guaranteed to be gone, right? Like so you yes. have to keep him. I mean it'd be nice, but you don't have to keep him. Yeah, like you know you have you, to give up something of value. Like part of me feels like Heat fans get attached to some of these pieces a little too much. Like I'm seeing it often right now with Caleb. And part of me thinks maybe Miami can still keep Caleb in a deal. It just might require them trying to get that an extra first round pick from whatever hero ends up being traded for to that third team. Like if, if Miami can somehow maybe put together four first rounders that they could send or three and a couple more swaps, then I think maybe there's a way for them while still attaching Jovich to maybe get, get Kale to stay. I think that if you can get, because in reality, like Portland doesn't need Caleb. If they get Caleb, it's to move him again. Well, and if they get Caleb, he's 27 years old. He'll be turning 28 the year. He's, he's up for he's up for another extension. He's going to be up for an extension next season. They'll get his bird rights. I mean, I guess that's good for them if they were going to make that trade. But like, are you really going to pay a guy that's turning 28 on a different timeline than the rest of the guys on your team? Exactly. Like, it's different if he was 23, 24, even 25. But you'd be paying a guy that's 28 years old, and and you just pay Jeremy Grant, who basically plays a similar position. I just think that if the poor, I mean, you don't hold, you don't not do a deal because of Caleb Barnes. I want to be yeah. clear. I just think that like you, you could play a little bit of hardball with Portland about Caleb, but everybody else like Jovich, Highsmith, uh, Jaime, all these dudes, all the I, first round picks. I'll, I'll drive you to the airport, dude. Like I like those guys. Like I like them and I, I wish they could stay, but obviously that's just not life. Like they're going to ask for everything, you know, everything I saw, um, you know, Somebody asked, uh, Mr. Funktastic said, who would you rather keep in a Dame trade, Jovic or JJJ? Would it be possible to keep either or both? That's a good one. I think, personally, I think JJJ has um, a better shot of being a more NBA-ready rotation player, which once you get that trade for Dame, that's basically what you want. You want a person that could immediately, you know, get into your rotation, play minutes, and, you know... If, he he's he's obviously like three or four years older than Jovic. Jovic is still like nineteen years old. I like, kind of I kind of rather keep Jovic. I mean I get it because he probably has a little bit more potential, but I lean more towards an NBA body now right. that she can play rather than the guy that has more potential. Absolutely. Uh, so I thought that was a good question because you you shift to win now once you make that damn trade. We have Bronx Joker asking how viable is the Nets Heat and Blazers trade. How viable is the neat heat in Blazers trade? So I know. Uh, be more specific. Reporting. Do you mean like if do you think the Nets would want heroes? Is that kind of what you're asking? Because that's basically what would happen if you're adding a third team. That third team must want hero. Yes. And then they would reroute maybe a first round pick or something to some sort of asset. Yeah. And send it okay. to Portland. He said that that's what he was asking. Okay. So if that's what you're asking, then yeah, there there is some viability there because there was a report from I want to say Ian. I can't remember his last name. It starts with a B. Um, he's a, a reporter who covers, I think, yeah, he covers Ian Bagley, the, Ian Bagley. Yeah, Ian Bagley. He covers the Brooklyn Nets. 
uh, one of the New York tabloids, whatever. And he's a pretty good reporter. He basically wrote a whole story talking about how they do have interest in Tyler Hero. I think they're looking at potentially getting involved in this deal. If they can get Tyler Hero at a discount, I don't know how... I don't know how much they're willing to go all in to get Tyler here on this deal. I think they're interested to bring him back if they can get him at a cheap price. They have let go of some shooting on that team. They traded Joe Harris, Patty Mills. Um, They they let go of a... Yeah, they they didn't re-sign Seth Curry. He ended up signing with the Mavs again. So there's definitely a spot for Hero on that team, even with Cam Johnson signing. And I think they also signed Lonnie Walker earlier today. So... Yeah, I think there is definitely a good chance that if there was a third team involved, the Nets would be one of those potential teams. I've heard also reports of the San Antonio Spurs potentially getting involved. Miami already did a three-team deal where they had the Spurs help out um, in that Max Drew signing trade with the Cavaliers. So yeah, I, I do think whatever happens in, in terms of this Damian Lillard trade, a third team has to get involved. The Nets for sure can be one of those teams. But, you know, for Miami, teams. it's like you're not just banking all in on, on getting Brooklyn. You're going to probably be talking to, and they've already, when I understand, they've already been talking to other teams about their interest in Tyler Hero. So they already know what those teams are in terms of, like, who, who has interest. It's now talking about the negotiation in terms of picks. That's the sticking point. I have no clue exactly what Hero's value is on the market. Miami sure probably has a better idea than all of us. So we'll leave it at that. So Trappy Baby asked, maybe they pay a first to offload Ben Simmons contract to Portland while receiving hero. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, yeah, that could possibly happen. There, I, I I tweeted this yesterday. There was at one point the Trailblazers before Ben Simmons moved in that deal to to get Harden um, in Brooklyn. There was reports, or not Brooklyn, in in Philly. Yeah, there were reports that the Portland Trailblazers were interested in Ben Simmons. Now that was like three years ago. I don't know how interested they are now. Um, obviously with, with his injury history now and then just like his production has just been terrible like he's 
he was an All-NBA player. He got that Supermax deal. He hasn't been that an all-star since. So, yeah, I mean, maybe they might take a gamble. He has two years left on his deal. He's still going to be making about $40 million on that last season of his deal. So it's a very expensive contract. But, you know, Damian Lillard's also on a very expensive contract, too. You just need to make the money work. I think if they did that trade, Nurkic has to go because they can't, you know, add another expensive contract on top of a guy like Nurkic. And now you have Jeremy Grant also on roster, Anthony Simons. You're, you're starting to stack a lot of expensive salaries. They're going to have to try to, you know, move around some of their own salaries in order to make that kind of deal work. But it's very possible. Yeah, it's very possible that if a three-team deal happened, that maybe Ben Simmons gets shipped out to Portland and, you know, Tyler Hero gets shipped out to 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 Brooklyn Nets. And this was a trade that, Bear, um, what's his name? Bobby Marks posted on ESPN um, yesterday. I actually ended up seeing the full trade. So this trade was actually Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson uh, being shipped out from Miami. Tyler to, to Brooklyn, Duncan Robinson to Portland. Ben Simmons got shipped out to um, to Portland. And then Damian Lillard just went to the Heat. Those are the players involved, not counting any of the Where picks, did Duncan go? Duncan went to Portland. I just don't and see that's, why they would and plus, rather... That's the only reason why is because that made the numbers work without including Nurkic's salary. Would that, now, would that Lowry deal could happen. Lowry could work if you send Lowry out to Portland, but then Nurkic has to get involved in that trade on Portland's end. I just, so where does Nurkic go? Does he go to Miami or does there have to be a fourth team involved? Because I have no clue what Miami's interest is in Nurkic right now. I just think taking Nurkic is kind of complicated given their second apron status next season with Damien's contract, Jimmy Supermax, Bam, yeah. all that. I yeah. imagine so in my mind, Lowry's more attractive to the Blazers because he's just an expiring salary. And you exactly. can also flip him at the deadline for something. Somebody will want a point guard. I mean, they were talking about flipping Lowry for Delo, for example. You know, like they could they could get something for him. You know what I mean? Like He'll have value, I imagine, right? I, I, maybe I'm not sure, sure. And worst case scenario, you get thirty million dollars off your books, right? Which I think is I mean, attractive. You just saw the the Washington Wizards were able to flip the expiring salary of CP3 for, I believe, two first round picks from the Golden State Warriors. One was protected, and the other one was almost like a pick swap in a way. It wasn't really that valuable, but they got something back for CP3. Now it has to be a salary dump. You have to be willing to take him probably future salary to get, you know, more draft assets from another team, but that's a potential play for them. If I was a GM for that team that I would take the expiring salary and find a way to then dump him to a team that that's trying to, you know, salary dump to stay under the second apron for years to come. Um, the team I, I would look at is probably going to be the Los Angeles Clippers. They still don't have a point guard. Obviously we'll see what happens with James Harden, if he gets traded there or not, but at the moment, that's a team that seems very likely that would want Kyle Lowry on that roster. They have several players that are expiring, but they also have a couple guys that have multi-year contracts like Norman Powell. So I well, they just and they signed Westbrook, as, as you said. Um, Mr. Funktastic said, "Do you think it's likely that the Heat keep Lowry if he's not in the Dame trade or try to flip him for another player?" I actually think he's he's critical. I think if you're Miami. If I'm the Heat, and I'm not saying this because I'm like the Lowry guy. I I, he's, I think a lot of the Heat beat chat agrees with me. They don't have another point guard right now. And I think if you can say, well, Lowry's going to be our six-man point guard, and Dame is going to be like innings eater, and Dame and Lowry are going to be able to play together. And Lowry's going to be some a little bit of defensive bulk that I think you need as well, especially in limited minutes, and then you kind of rev them up for playoff time. I actually think that Kyle fills a role, um, is Jimmy's friend, and he was good for them in the playoffs. And I think 
I think in his in his off the bench role, he's been incredibly kind of efficient and and he's kind of fulfilled all their needs that they need out of a backup point guard. I think Spo kind of leaned on him a lot in the playoffs and kind of to take care of those units. Um, and the thirty million dollars will expire at the end of the season. So you guys talking about I don't care about his contract. Dallas' his contract is the best it's ever been. He's because a neutral asset right now. It's, and yeah, he really could be a positive asset depending on if you're taking salaries that extend past the season. So if you're trading an expiring contract for a player that's making you know multi-years still left on his deal, you can get back even a pick in that deal. Like there's a potential where Miami can get you know at least multiple seconds if you're basics helping a team salary dump you know, a couple of players that have multi-year deals to help them out and, and balance their cap books. So I don't know how Miami is going to go about like this whole Lowry situation. Cause I feel like he's going to be in this deal. Personally, I think he's going to be in this deal. I didn't at first. I think so. Now it, de- it just depends on what construction, because if, if we have the, the construction with the nets, I kind of think it's unlikely he's in the deal because now you're sending out hero as your big money chip. So sending Lowry out makes it complicated. Yeah, but that's what I was saying. If you do that deal, then I think then then this is where Portland has to send out an additional contract. But here's why I will come and counter. Nurkic doesn't have to go to Miami. Nurkic can go to Brooklyn. I think for Brooklyn, they have a couple guys. They still have to salary match for Tyler Hero. Well, if they bring in Tyler Hero, they have to salary match up to about 110%. So you're looking at they have to send out about 24.5 million. If you're if you're salary matching that, they don't have that many contracts. They traded so many of their expirings. The guys that they have that are on books right now, besides Ben Simmons, is Dorian Finney-Smith. They have a guy in um, Royce O'Neal. They have Spencer Dinwiddie. Those are like the four main players, or yeah, four main players that they could potentially use to salary match for Tyler Hero. So one of those guys potentially could be going to Miami from Brooklyn. Doesn't have to be all the players from Portland are going to Miami. A player from Portland could be going to Brooklyn while a player from Brooklyn could go to Miami. I think if you're Miami, you want in on Dorian Finney-Smith if you could somehow pull that off. Yeah, I think that that becomes tough, but I certainly he he helps a lot, and then you can fill out the rest of your team with minimums. They, you know, Oklahoma City, Brian, could also be a potential for a team. I know that, you know, they could be looped in on the yeah. depot salary dump. So that could be another team that can take, absorb, but but Sam Presti doesn't do favors. It dep- you know, you gotta give them gotta give them something they want. So as far as we know with that Olo Depot trade, it, it was basically a trade for Olo Depot to I think to one of their exceptions or trade exceptions. Maybe maybe it was their cast space. I don't remember exactly. I had to look at the transaction log. But regardless, he got traded. Um no salary went back to Miami, so it was just a basic dump. What Miami had to do is they traded two second round picks. For what I understand from the reporting, I think from Anthony Chang, um, it sounds like Miami used one of the the basically the new second round pick they just got from the Max Struess trade from the sign and trade that they just did with the Cavaliers and Spurs. They they packaged that with one of their own second round picks. They had three to trade, and I think what happened was they just traded those two out to to in um, to Oklahoma City to dump Oladipo, but, and here's the but, that trade's not finalized or official, hasn't been, like, you know, sent to league office just yet. Just putting this out there, and it's not me who came up with the idea first, 
there's a possibility that this could be expanded not just from a three-team deal where you sent here or to, to another team. Dropping dimes said this could be one but, of the biggest deals. This could be a four-team deal. And if you had a four-team deal, Miami has $9.5 million with Depot's salary that they can now use to trade match. You know, for more than just game, if they need more contracts, if you're adding Tile and, and Lowry and Depot, this this could potentially be, you know, bringing out multiple players besides Damian Lillard to Miami. And that becomes interesting. Um, so, yeah, I, I, there is so many interesting ways and variations of, of these trades that could happen. But just want to put that out there, like that hasn't been finalized yet. So there's still the possibility that trade's basically done. There's nothing that, that Oklahoma City really has to do except, and this is what I was really hoping for was going to happen. I thought this was like the trade before the trade kind of thing. Um, I was really hoping that they they would have found a way to get that 2025 pick um, shifted to 2026 and make that unprotected. It's already unprotected in 2026. So there's really nothing more than to just you're telling Oklahoma City, hey, just move it from 2025 to 2026. There's a greater potential that Miami would be a terrible team in 2026 and 2025. If you just think about like the contracts on that team, like I think all but bam are under contract until 2025, 2026. A lot of Miami's books clear up that summer. So if you're like banking on Miami being a bad team, I would start it at around 2026. If they potentially become like a lottery team, I'm not saying they're going to be like the worst team in NBA. But, like if you're looking at Miami getting like a, having a worse pick, in the near future, start looking at 2026 then on, maybe, potentially. Um, so, yeah, I just think that makes sense. If you're Oklahoma City, you have so many picks anyway. You need to start, like, delaying some because at a certain point, you can't keep all these rookies on your roster. You can only have 15 guys on a team at once. So, to me, it just makes sense. Push it back as much as you can. Uh, and Miami unlocks it. Miami ends up locking three picks that they could trade, three first-round picks. And that'd be 2024, 2028, and 2030. Not not even including any uh, pick swaps, which they could also unlock an extra three pick swaps. They're a pain in the ass to deal with. They being the Thunder. Sam Presti sold. I mean, just made a trade with Oladipo and dumped him. So I like... know, but like the damn protection thing. I've always wondered if if Miami, if it's that Oklahoma City wants too much to unprotect them, or if Miami is scared to unprotect it. I've always well, wondered that. Miami could actually be in a situation right now where they they wouldn't have any picks <laughs> to be sent out. Like all of them would have been conveyed because when they when they did that KZ Apollo trade like two years ago, and they traded him to Oklahoma City. Originally, that pick was protected from 2023 to 2025, and that prevented them from trading future picks of those few years ago because you only trade up to seven years in the future. Now we can trade picks up to 2030. That's why Miami has 2028, 2030 available to trade right now. But, you know, for these last few years, until they made that Casey Akpala trade, you know, to the Thunder and set, and it was just a way for them to get a player involved because to make these kind of trades where you change pick protections, Miami has to send something. You can't just call them up and say, like, hey, I want to trade, trade, uh, change this pick right now. Let's make it happen. You have to, like, either throw in cash, a pick, or in that case, it was just a player like KZ to make that deal work. Um, yeah, I, I 
they they changed it for 2023. It was it could have been conveyed because Miami was basically in the lottery and not in the lottery, but they were not. They, it was protected up to a certain point. And yeah, it's it's unfortunate right now because now that you're in 2020, you know, 2023, 2024, um, starting the season off, you can't still trade a pick in 2024, 2025, and 2026 because that pick in 2025 can potentially be conveyed in 2026. And because the NBA basically said, hey, if that pick is potentially conveyed in 2026, then you also can't trade 2027. So that's why Miami can only trade 2028 as their first first round pick. If you somehow magically can get them to push that pick from 2025 to 2026, then you open up the 2024 possibility. You already have 2028, 2020, 30, and then you also have these pick swaps. Yeah, that makes it a lot more easy for Miami to, you know, send out multiple draft assets. There's only one pick that they have to convey. It's just the protections on it that's been fucking them for the last three, four years now. It's been very annoying, and that's the pick that they attached with Mo Harkless to offload his contract to fit Jimmy in under the hard cap, which then got sent for Paul George and the Thunder. So it's just it's just been a litany of of annoying. But they couldn't find a way to clear ten million. <laughs> yeah, so that they split Hassan's contract into redacted. Well, they did. And, they did. And, they they and just sent it to yeah. to they sent it to the Clippers, like you're saying. They they use it in that Oklahoma. The annoying part is, is that the Clippers started Harkless and they had got a first round pick out of it, so that was annoying. I know. I hate that. That was the annoying part. Zach three three asks, "How long do you think this is going to drag out?" Uh, past Fourth of July. Yeah, Brian. See, I, before the show, I was like, Brian, I, I think this may take a long time. And Brian's like, I don't see them going into training camp with this. The problem is, guys, there are minimums. There are guys on the market that I think are kind of waiting for this Dame domino to fall. Here are some of the free agents that are left. You have Christian Wood. You have Kelly Oubre Jr. You have a Plumley. You have Malik Beasley, Tory Craig, uh, Lonnie Walker already signed today, right? Yeah, he signed, he signed, where did he sign again? Oh, he signed in Brooklyn, yeah. Yeah, so those are like some of the guys. And like, for example, Christian Wood is a guy, and I know that somebody, Mm -hmm. uh, we got Captain Crunch in chat, asked if could Christian Wood be an option. You know, absolutely. And I think Kelly Oubre (laughs) is an option. I think Tory Craig is an option. Those are guys, why are you laughing? Those are. No, I'm just saying, I just remember that Christian Wood retweeted that Damian Lillard tweet from today. Which, what did he mean by that, Damian Lillard? He takes the high road. What does he yeah, mean by that? Fans, so for those who don't know, fans were calling him out. He says, it's in my blood to take the high road. I love to hear what fans are turning on. Have I misled them or anyone fill me in? Because people were talking about how the fan base has turned on Dame, and D- Dame responded with that. Um, I've which, seen opposite takes. I've seen the fan base turn on Cronin right now for the way that he's handling. I've seen it both ways. I've seen, I've, seen some, I've seen Blazers media kind of turn on Dame a little bit. Really? Yeah, I, I thought like sent like Heiken, I haven't uh, seen one yet. Sean Hyken was like, you know, like you know, oh, the the Blazers should not do what this guy wants. Like they gotta worry that you know that 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 it's uh. I think he said it's not. Based Can we talk any... about that? Can we talk about that real quick? Yeah. So how's that? Let me let me say what Sean said. He said it's not based in any reality that Portland not abiding by Dame's wishes will affect their ability to get free agents. I don't think it's getting what? free agents. I think it's keeping the guys you draft. It's all of that. It's as we all know, the NBA is a fraternity and you have to build good relationships, with not just players, but also agents. And agents are more than just one particular agent's agencies. If you fuck around and send Damian Lillard to 
I don't know, the Minnesota Timberwolves or something like that. And he doesn't want to go there. And you're just doing it because you want to get maybe an extra two first round picks from them, which I don't, they don't even have first round picks anymore because he used it all up for Rudy Gobert. Just hypothetically speaking, if you send him to a, a team that's not really more than just a, a, a dumping ground to get more picks back and it's nowhere near a contender, but you know, they're going to try to go all in because some front officers are not stupid. Then yeah. Like to me, it feels more like career suicide for, for Cronin in a way that was, it was bad publicity for years for Miami when they let go of Wayne. And it's almost a similar situation. Like you don't want this to get messy. Yeah, that was not so. The Bosch and Dwayne thing was not good for the organization to the point that them letting Dwayne walk and then Chris Bosch having the blood clots and the heat not letting him play and Chris Bosch getting mad about it. I remember Zach Lowe was talking about how he that like the heat lore took like the stock took a hit, like that mattered that took a hit and they were able to recover it. And they have like a long standing thing, and that's uh, Miami have- and they have a reputation. The Trailblazers do not. SFL cast asked what team has gotten burned by betraying their starts and into a place that they did not want. Brian and I kind of went through the examples. It's really just Kawhi, and he was a special case because he had one year left on his deal and got sent to a 60-win team, and he was going to go to the Los Angeles team at the end of the year regardless. And who was the other one that you had said? It was Kawhi and Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell, like the two recent cases. I, I mean, you can, I would have to really go back and look. Uh, what Do you remember what happened with that Vince Carter situation? Did he get traded to a team that he wanted to or not? I don't remember exactly. Because that's like know. the only other one I could think of that's way back then as well. Vince, yeah, Vince Carter. Got, I mean, if Dwight got traded where he wanted. Yeah. Um, Carmelo got traded where he wanted. Um, Amari was a free agent. Yeah, I mean, guys, guys usually just get traded where they want. Normally, they give a list and it's a couple teams. But mm-hmm. in Dave's case, it's just one. Yeah, and, and the last Mr. few Santana's years, right? Donovan wanted, yeah. What Brian was saying about Mitchell was that you know we kind of know that the Knicks were the team he wanted to go to the most, but he never said like I didn't want. He go never to requested. Well, here's the thing: he never requested a trade. It was more that because they finally traded Gobert and they were going on this rebuild moment, it just made no sense to keep Donovan Mitchell on that team. And so what they did was they just started listening to offers. What was the report up until that point was that they weren't even listening for trade talks for donovan mitchell and then they finally did one day and they took the best offer but that makes more sense the guy's 25 years old of course like that makes sense you're trading a guy that's in his prime not even his prime he's still super young he just signed an extension like yeah if miami had to trade bam it'd be the same case but you know this is a guy that's 33 years old it's brian he's 33 years old on a super max on a super max he's gonna be he's gonna be 36 years old making over six option. He has a, he has a player option in his year 36 year in 2026, 2027, where he will be set to make $63,000 at 33 million years old. $63 million. million Yep. $63,000. That's a bargain. That's a a steal. (laughs) What happened to the cat? That's a bigger bargain than Josh Richardson. Yeah, so when you're a guy like when you're a team committing to to that, he's gonna make 45 this year, 48 next year, almost fit, almost 49, 58. It jumps to 58, yeah. and then 63. That's the start of the if, new extension. Yep. If you are a team that you're committing to that, you need this guy 
to be a hundred percent into what you're doing. You cannot, you cannot do it off vibes. And the difference between this and the Raptors, because I think that the Kawhi thing is a great example, Brian, because he's like, I want to go here. And the Spurs are like, we're not sending you to the conference. Fuck you. And they sent him to a different country. The difference is, is that he had one year left and got sent to a 61 team. And at the end of that year, he's going to be able to go. Lillard has one, two, three, four more years. And you're not opting out of $63 million. You have four more years of this guy. That's that's an eternity in the NBA. You know yeah. how much changes in four years? So much happens in four years. The entirety of the LeBron run in Miami was so much can happen in four years. And if you if he's gonna get traded to a team, if, if let's say, let's just say Utah fucking ha- ponies up. And Donovan and and and, and Dame says, I'm gonna fucking be there. And they go, okay, bet. And 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 Dame is like, don't trade for me because I don't want to be there and I'm not going to work. If you're the Jazz, are you about to take a $63 million risk? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. No, you're not. And that's the idea of, like, these guys actually do have leverage. Because let's not forget James Harden. The, he, the Rockets wanted to play hardball with him. And that man went to the strip club and he partied and he made a huge fucking mess every day. Now, Dave's <laughs> not going to do that. But, oh, but there was reports that he would like sit out, like he wouldn't play. He'd sit out, and if and, you and, have a, and miss checks, like he was ready to start missing game checks. Are you? If you're the Jazz, if you're like these teams, are you gonna do that? If you're the Nets, are you gonna like this guy's not gonna play, and we just yeah. gave up a bunch of stuff, and he's gonna be unhappy? You need somebody that like wants to be there. You this know is why I, I don't mean? think this is going to training camp again. So because you don't want this hanging around the entire. The entire time that Scoot Henderson's trying to, you know, make his mark, the entire season, if they take this to like say the trade deadline, if they don't even trade him and say, hey, you know what, we want to take this through the season, see how they play out. Maybe the team's good and he'll be willing to stay. Kind of bullshit, like like what basically almost happened with Jimmy Butler until he ended up getting traded still, because he pulled that they pulled that shit off too for a while, Minnesota. Remember when that that trade almost happened? We were at media day. We yeah. thought that there was a possibility that Jimmy Butler was going to get traded to the Heat. And then all of yeah, a sudden, Josh Richardson didn't come out forever. Yeah, and then Minnesota came out and was like, you know what? We're not trading him right now. Um, we're we're gonna just basically take it to the season, see what happens. Then then Jimmy basically pulls that stunt, and that was the start of them, you know, trading him. So if it has to come to it, look, I don't think they want that to get messy. I don't think Dame wants to get to messy, get it messy. But like, it's stupid to even push it to that breaking point, you know. Absolutely. Uh, because that's way. it's an icon player. It's a guy that ideally you want to build a statue of. Like he's he's your best player in franchise history. 
It's it's basically our version of Dwayne Wade. Nah. To dumb it is. No. To dumb it is. He the, the titles are different. The title it's it Brian nothing no that absolutely not. There's like very few analogs that are Dwayne Wade. If you're a Portland Trailblazers fan, your your best players are Clyde Drexler. It's not just best player, Brian. It, Dwayne Wade Lillard would, and Dwayne, Bill Wallen. This city doesn't love no, because they're saying in chat to them, to them, and I'm like, no, Dwayne Wade. You're lucky that you're a Miami Heat fan, G. No, 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 no. because it's not that Dwayne was their best player. It's that our parents didn't like basketball. We started to watch the sport because of that guy. That guy is at the center of every good sports thing that has happened in this city for fucking 20 years, bro. He built that. He 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 walks on water here. He's the most beloved person in this city. And, and, and Damian Lillard not, has some of the best moments. He has all of the records right now. But it's a cultural thing. It's like this. That organization was not what it was. Like people did not view basketball that way before that guy walked in. Okay, but we were lucky because he was in an organization, Dwayne Wade, that was all about winning, and they did everything he's they could to so surround important. him with star players. No, he's. Um, Portland didn't do that for him. He's not Dwayne Wade. Like, and I know that, and you know that you're saying to them he's Dwayne Wade. No, to them, like, no. You can. I would be more okay with you saying he's their Dan Marino. <laughs> I think it's a better analog. A I mean, great, I guess, yeah, one whatever. Of he's your Dan Marino. He's but regardless, their Dan Marino. You don't fuck with him and send him to a team he doesn't want to go to just because you're trying to get an extra first round pick from another team because Miami doesn't want to go. Super all in. Maybe they can't do all in because he's there, he's there the team Cabrera. that wants Tyler Hero isn't willing to give them more than maybe one first round pick. He's you know, Miguel, he's their Miguel Cabrera without the title because he's gonna leave. <sighs> okay, chat's mad at me because I care too much about this. I just don't want to sully the name of Dwayne <laughs> Wade. But that's the leverage he has. He has real leverage, and um, like I, I think. I kind of flip flop. Like I think Portland could say "fuck you," and this guy, the this what's the guy's name, Cronin? Yeah, I he, forget his first. He's name. being John? very. I don't know. Whatever. He's, he's a crone. Yeah, he's he's just being very whiny. And, and let, I have something for Kevin O'Connor. I have never <laughs> seen what a sad display from a grown. What did he do? Adult. Wait, what did he do? Because the oh, podcast audience is not going to know exactly what he did. Kevin O'Connor has been whining, complaining. And coping on the timeline for what feels like a week, even though this has only been a few days, he just keeps as a Celtic fan, as a very as a very public Celtic fan, quote unquote, objective media member. This man is complaining, coping. Oh, why do they have to send him to Miami? Why do they have to do this? Oh, sorry, Miami, this isn't happening. He writes like he, this motherfucker pays Elon Musk to write a fucking five paragraph essay on why this is unethical, why Damian Lillard to the Heat is unethical. It's the most sad display by a an alleged professional, right? On uh, in public, it, it's like it's absurd. For I, I listen. I don't like that guy. He's I don't. I've never been a a, a KOC guy. He's whatever he. I, I'm his like not, draft analysis has been terrible, by the way. I'm not a fan of his. That's fine. Like I'm sure that some people like him, whatever. But the idea of like this guy crying on the timeline every day is just so cringe, bro. You're a fucking adult. 
Like he has to, you know what he looks like? He looks like he has a fake beard on because he kind of looks like a child <laughs> but with facial hair. It's actually insane. It, that doesn't look real. It looks like he like, he, you know, like when kids like, you know, would dress in Halloween and have a beard. That's what he looks like. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. He also I, likes some very questionable tweets. Bro, he's a fucking weirdo. I'm not, I wasn't even going to get into how problematic he is and, and how he fucking, he, he, he's kissing Elon's feet and sucking on his boots. It's so fucking weird. But I don't know, man. That guy is, uh, that guy's, that guy's, uh, for his sake, by the way, I hope that they don't get Dame because the slander that's about to come that man's way is uh, going to be very, very funny. Boston media is very scared. For Boston media, for all the talk about 18 titles, y'all pretty fucking scared. You know, y'all, y'all, I saw y'all celebrating that Max Roos was out of your life. Yeah, Gabe Vincent was out of your, imagine how sad it is that you're just, you're just thrilled. Oh, Thank God that Gabe Vincent's out of the conference. Well, Fucking Miami was able to to get Josh Richardson to take a less or a less offer than what Boston was willing to give him. Bro, Brian, why would anybody want to go? That that city's not that nice. He was just there two years Have ago. And they been? traded his ass. It's like a pretty. It's like a pretty a mediocre. In America, it's like a nice city because America doesn't have a lot of nice cities. Globally, it's like a very mid city. Yeah, it's like it would be like a random city in Austria. Poverty you know franchise, I, mean? I agree. Bro, it's, it's the most, it's the most overrated organization. Manchester United and the Boston Celtics are the two most overrated. Hey, 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 hey! Calm bro, down. I'm fucking there. sick of Manchester United. Fuck them, bro. I just started. They're not even the best team in their city anymore. I know they're not. I know Manchester City is the best. Manchester, Manchester City, best, best uh, team. In they're, that city. they're they're unethical too, but for different reasons. But whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I do want to actually read um something that's actually kind of news from um a story that Barry Jackson dropped. I think like an hour ago. Yo, shout out to Barry. Um, really, really fucking. Barry, good. by the way, follows me. We've been we've been talking a little bit. Um, Barry's he's, he's Barry's awesome. out here fucking working. Barry, Barry. I don't doing, know how he has time to do anything. Is Barry's life. doing he's like news. breathe and and write and post tweets. Um, but he wrote that uh, that literally holds one big leverage card. Other potential suitors know what he wants that he wants to play in Miami. So would anyone make a serious offer knowing their team is not his preference, especially considering the money that literally Lillard, Damian, I can't say his last name without saying Damian Lillard, is due four years, $216 million. One involved source predicted that Lillard's one-team list will deter other suitors and greatly increase his chances of ending up with the Heat. Although Dame last month told ESPN Showtime host Brian Custer that the Heat and Nets would appeal to him, the Heat has emerged as Damian Lillard's clear preference amongst all other teams, a source reiterated. Yeah, duh. This team is good and ready to win, and it's hand and glove fit. We've barely talked about it. Let's we'll talk a little bit right now. Yeah. yeah, Miami needs a couple things. They need a pick and roll creator that can pressure the rim. They need a yeah. pick and roll creator that can shoot. They need a spot up shooter, and they need and a pull up threat <laughs> and a pull up threat, and to take ball handling responsibilities away from Jimmy. And by the way, they just need a guy who's fucking ignitable when they need a three level score. And, and he gets to the free throw line more than Jimmy has. They just they need that guy. He he fills every need that they have. Yeah. And he comes in with a very clear role. It's like, okay, this is you're gonna do what you're gonna do, and it's gonna fit great because he can run pick and roll with Bam. He can run pick and roll with Jimmy. He's gonna be able to play run game offense when Jimmy sits on the bench. Those those no Jimmy, Bam, and Dame minutes are going to be out of this world. <laughs> Miami's going to be able to help him with zone as well. 
and we're we're gonna be able to have like some Dame, Jay Rich, hopefully Caleb. I think Jay Rich starts. By the way, like if you bring in Damian Lillard, like he has to start. I feel like I think that would make sense. I think Duncan might, but uh, or or, or Low- they, I, I don't think they start Lowry. Yeah, they, no, they, they wouldn't start Lowry. I think Lowry. I mean, it depends on what contracts go out. It's potential that Lowry, Duncan, and here are all gone. Those are your three other biggest salaries besides Bam and Jimmy. So you're left with. Your next biggest salary would obviously be Dame, and and right below them would be Caleb if you keep Caleb. So like, I mean, it depends on who else they might get back. If they start sending out three players like that, Miami's getting back another player that's making a little bit more money. So, so who knows? I, I want I, Brian. I want to to your point about Dame's free throws because somebody asked. I'm going to read to you. Dame had his career high in free throw attempts this season. Yep, he is at age 32. And had his highest points per game, his highest free throw free throw percentage, uh, second highest free throw percentage. Excuse me, his highest free throw attempt season. That's that's absolutely insane. Shot thirty seven percent on eleven threes, which is a career high. Dude, that's and by the way, he's gonna take way fewer threes uh, because he's he's the quality of shot he's gonna have to take is gonna be better. His his percentages are gonna go up. Um, we're gonna have we're gonna get the logo. Bro, he's gonna be with Spo, man. He might be doing crazy shit he hasn't done in in Portland in years. The handoffs like, is he good at handoffs? Man. I have no clue. I haven't really watched him like every so single day. Miami but, shifted to a more pick and roll team, which Bam's yeah, a great and he's great. Pick. He's great at pick and roll. So I mean, his I don't points for possessions off the charts. I think Lillard screaming screening for Jimmy is gonna be really important to them because if they do give that switch. Um, obviously, you know, Jimmy's going to kill, right? And, and, and Dame's going to be able to pop and mm-hmm. Jimmy's going to have that option. It's going to be like really interesting. It, and, and obviously, you know, the bam Dame pick and roll, if they switch that on bam, now you can flip the ball to Dame and Dame's going to have a mismatch, right? So before bam had to kind of like attack his mismatch, but now Dame's going to have an opportunity of like, wait a second, I can attack this big off the dribble and it's going to be a, it's going to be an easy one for me. So and he could pocket pass pretty good too. Like he he play he play really well together with Bam in the Olympics. So I love the fit. Um, you know, there's actually another set I was actually reading yesterday. I bet and... you, Brian, he has a career high in assists. So Maybe. last season, so his career high in assists is four point nine. He was at four point eight last season. I'm sorry, excuse me, that's rebounding. Um, he was at seven last season. I think he I think he can get to eight. I think he can get to eight or nine assists with this team. I agree. Um, I was kind of low. I was like, "Damn, that was a four assist." Really, game. really cool stat that I've read yesterday from ESPN Stats and Info. Um, if Damian Lillard gets traded to whatever new team he goes to, um, hopefully Miami, he would be the player who switched teams and has scored the most points when he switched teams. So no other player averaged more points per game, you know, from his last previous season on his last team before he switched teams than him. Repeat that. So Dame Alert scored 33 points per game last or 32 point whatever last season. Um, yeah. It, when he switches teams, should he get traded? And hopefully it's Miami. No player has averaged more points per game than he has before he switched teams. That's crazy. <laughs> Chat goes, that is not a fun fact. How's that not a fun fact? You got a player. If you, if you had to select anybody off the streets, you're going to get the player who's averaged the most points per game. Before he got to switch teams to another team. Somebody said they thought Harden might be that. No, no, it wasn't Harden. It's Damian Lillard. Well, no, because Harden was on a down year his last year in Houston. 
Um, yeah, I'm talking about the last season he played before he gets traded. Chat trickling in. How about Gorn for a minimum? I don't want Gorn here, man. I love Gogi. I don't want Gogi. Gogi can't play. I love Gogi. You we, got you we, got you we got two Haslam, contract uh, or roster spots left. So yeah. I don't know. That's for Tory Craig and Christian Wood. I would love that. Troppy Baby says vibes pickups. I don't want to hear everybody talk about I want Gogi for the vibes because you guys didn't want Udonis here for the vibes. Bring Udonis you, back. Yeah, bring Fuck UD it. back. I'd rather give bring him, UD give back. Him another ring. Yeah, I'd rather bring UD back than, than that. What is he doing this year or next season? Like, what, Udonis? Did he ever like, officially announce what his new role is? Bro, that guy's going to be on vacation. Let that guy let that guy rest. He, he, can, take a, he can take a year off. He could take a year <laughs> off. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is true, Chubby. I, I did say they have two roster spots, but more likely than not, they might have more than two roster spots. That okay? We go back to the Tory Craig. We go back to the Tory Craig uh, Kelly Oubre Jr. And All right, what uh, are you looking at, Ren? You're looking at Spotrack because Spotrack has a, a list of like the best available free agents. I took Keith Smith's tweet. <laughs> Oh, he took his tweet. Keith Smith uh, the... So these are the guys who are still available. You got Malik Beasley. Isn't he canceled? I don't know. Is he? I don't know. I don't, anything. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know anything about his past history besides that he can shoot. Will Barton. He's 32 years old. I'm maybe. kind of out on Will Barton. I, I don't, he I wasn't that great last year. Right? I haven't seen Will Barton be good in a minute. Christian Wood, obviously, we just mentioned. I don't Kelly like Oubre Christian Jr. Wood, but I, I want him here just so that people can stop wanting him. Kelly Oubre Jr. is interesting. I kind of, I kind of fuck with Kelly. I, I believe in the possibility that is Kelly Oubre Jr. Mo Bamba. I don't. I'm not. But they just signed Thomas Bryant, which we didn't talk about. Uh, which I actually like that pickup. By the way, hates that pickup. Bro, Nikai's hated Bam getting drafted. everything he says. Frankie's right though in that Thomas Bryant can't play in the playoffs, so they really haven't solved their backup center problem. But whatever, let's be happy, Frankie. And they also signed Orlando Robinson. By the way, I love, I love Lando. I'm a big, I'm a big Lando guy. And I'm sure it's non-guaranteed, so they can cut him if they need to. Who was the guard that Miami felt really improved? One of their, one of their. Uh, oh, Drew Smith, apparently. Yeah, the the Heat uh, was that a an off the floor thing? Uh, I think Leif reported that. Yeah, on off the floor, and then they also there was a report from Michael Scotto from Hoopsype. He said that other teams before before Jamari Bowie signed his two way contract with the Heat were really actively trying to get him to sign a two way contract. So yeah, they got have, that they done have guys early. in the system. Um, yeah. I really love how we've become a, a off the floor aggregation a podcast. <laughs> thanks, thanks for Brian for subscribing. It's funny because I don't subscribe and I just basically just ask Leif to send it in the group chat. <laughs> uh, Dar- I got more players I want to read still. Yeah. So we talked about Tori Craig, Dario Saric. I actually really like. I think he signed with the Warriors. Did he? He's still on here. I, I think there signed. was reports that the Warriors were interested in. I thought he up. signed with the Warriors, but he's still, he's still on here, so I believe until he's out of his list. I'm not a Darius. Um, Corey Joseph is a free agent. Ko- Kojo, I know that Kojo just signed with the Warriors. I saw that Woods reported. Okay, well, that, but that happened. Is... That happened. That happened like half an hour ago. Okay, uh, Ish Smith just won a championship. He's 35. Yeah, no, I don't want Ish Smith. I've seen it. I've okay. seen it. Yeah. yeah, now we're starting to get to like the very bottom of the barrel. So we got like George Hill, which I thought he's a coach for like an NBA team right now. Why is he still on this list? Uh, Terrence Davis, fuck that guy. Um, Justice Winslow, I bring him back just for the vibes. Hey, so that's if that's the vibes you want. Hey now, bring back hey Justice. Now, we, if you want vibes, I, some of you may not want to hear this. Some of you, some of you out there at home, you may not, you may not like this, but you want the actual 
You want the actual vibe to pick up? What else we got? Somebody says Justice Whistle's ass. Your ass, sir. Your ass. Well, his don't talk, don't might, talk about my his, son that way. His ankle don't talk about my son the, that way. His ankle's the only thing that's, that's probably care. preventing him from getting signed right now. I don't now. care. Uh, but I'd, I'd still get him back. He's only 27 years old, bro. Like, fuck it. Do it. He's, he's a good defender. Like, you're going to need some point of deck defenders at some point in the regular season. So, you know, I bring him back and I bring back Derrick Jones, like Jones Jr. I don't like Derrick Jones Jr. So that's like DJJ over, over Winslow. I don't like Derrick Jones Jr. He's a toothpick. I saw him get ragdolled in several games that mattered. By the way, when fucking games counted, guess who was out there? Justice Winslow. When they True. had fucking playoff games on the road, guess who was fucking Yo, playing almost Portman every minute? was winning some games with Justice, man. DJJ got benched in every game that mattered. Because guess what? He's a flawed player. He's very cute. I think that he could fit on another team. He can't play in big games. He's He's a good defender, but he's a toothpick, and bigger players just ragdoll him. He can't fucking rebound against bigger players that are physical. He can't shoot. He's a bad offensive player. I'm sorry. Yeah. The, the really last players on this list is like Wesley Matthews. Before I get to any of the restricted guys like Grant Williams. Yeah, Grant like, Hill. Yeah, Grant Williams. Yeah, so like, Matisse yeah. Seibel. It was Mike Biombo. TJ um, Washington. I mean, we just signed a backup center. Yeah. So like, TJ Warren might be interested, but he fucking Jimmy hates him. So Darius Baisley is interesting too. He doesn't have... um he doesn't have a restricted uh, – he's not restricted because they didn't offer him a qualifying offer. So he's potentially an interesting candidate. And beyond that, like, I don't know. I mean, it's just going to have to end up being trades. Like, if you end up keeping maybe one of these big contracts, you, you maybe divide it up to a couple guys. So um, – and, and and you're absolutely correct. I'm a big – I really like Tory Craig if I'm the Heat. That's my priority. I, I think so. To, I try to – I say, hey, that's a guy who Ooh, could play Terrence Ross is on this list too. I didn't know that he was a free agent. Terrence, Terrence Ross, you know what? For shooting, I take him out. So, Torrey Craig was my priority, right? Because I don't, I still don't have a power forward. I don't know if he could start. I think if if you in this theoretical world where you keep Caleb and 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 you get Dame, you know Dame plus Jay Rich plus mm-hmm. Jimmy plus mm-hmm. Torrey Craig or Caleb, and uh... then Bam. I think I would start love with Bam. That or case. love, yeah, you can start love. Then off the bench, you bring Lowry, Gay up, Gabe. I miss you. I mean, you start him, but you still play him like the same minutes you played in the playoffs. You bring off off the bench, Lowry, Tory Craig, um, Caleb Martin, mm-hmm. uh, Duncan Robinson, and okay. um, and then uh, the, the the Thomas Bryant. I'd be down with that. And then you have your two-way guys, right? You have like your Landos, your your Drew Smiths. Right? Well, Lando's not a two-way guy. It's it, the two-way guys. Is Lando, right now is Lando are, the new Yurt? Is Lando the new Yurt? He basically, oh yeah, Yurt hasn't had a an, at least he hasn't been signed by any team. Poor right Christian. Now. I, mean, so, I don't somebody, even see him on his list. Somebody, He's on somebody, page two of this list, I think. Somebody check out Christian Hernandez. Where where's the Yurtle? Let me type his his. I don't see his name on here. Did they forget he was a free agent? No, he's on here. He's under guys like Jalen Noel. I don't even know who that is. Santana asked, what if the Clippers took Kyle in a trade for Westbrook? No. For Westbrook can't get traded right now. He just yeah, signed. And, he can't uh, get traded until December 15. Just guys, just let's like enough with the guys who can't shoot. Like I, I like Russ and I think Russ. Guys who just signed as free agents can't get traded at least December 15. For some guys, if they made more than 20% raise, then it's January 15. Ooh, Kelly would be an interesting option. He, are, Kelly's not a free agent though. 
Kelly, um, Kelly actually got his contract guarantee good for him because he could have gotten cut um, and only made $3 million this year. But yeah, that'd be cool. I'd bring back Kelly. I'm, uh, um, Bro, I'd bring back any guy from that 2016-2017 Miami Heat beat. Miami Heat except, except James Johnson. Except James Johnson and Dion Waiters. Uh, i take Dion back. You would? I think How old is he right now? I don't know. But yeah, so last thing I want to talk about before we go, because we've gotten kind of long and these shows have been long. Um, 31. Kendrick, wow, he's out of the lead at 31 years old. That's pretty common. Uh, Kendrick Perkins said that Gabe Vincent is the Lakers' second best player. What? I I am so annoyed with the way the media talks about. Is Gabe Vincent even going to start for the Lakers? No. So what were we talking about? I'm sorry. He said he was a Heat second best player. Excuse me. Oh. Might be even worse. What? Kendrick Perkins said that Gabe Vincent was the second best player on the Miami Heat. In the playoffs? The regular season? Doesn't Either one doesn't make any sense. You're talking about Bam and Jimmy not being one of the second best players in the team? I have to Is he high? Listen, I'll... What's he I'll, talking about? I'll, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll play the audio for the audience, but, you know, that just kind of goes to show you how people view this team. They don't watch and they have lots of opinions. They have lots of, they have lots of in, incorrect takes on kind of how this goes. So we're going to share a little video here of, uh, of Kendrick Perkins, really bad opinion on, uh, on Gabe Vincent. Hey, Vincent, we saw what he did last year. He was consistently probably the second best player on the Miami heat team that went to the finals. You, you damn near got two for one. Yeah. ESPN should have canceled his ass. I can't believe he kept the job and not, uh, and not Jeff Van Gundy. It's pretty remarkable. Richard Jefferson too. Can it, both those guys. It, oh, did it, RJ got canned or no? No, I wish. Ah, RJ can stay. Uh, Perkins is Perkins is pretty ridiculous. But yeah, so that's that's really it, guys. So we will bring you Damian Lillard coverage as it comes. Hopefully, we'll be on tomorrow. Um, and we'll kind of we'll kind of vibe from there, fam. You know, I can't wait for the receipts for next season. If it, we'll probably do something, even if it's if it's not Hangover Time related, because there's some good receipts out there from this whole off season. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. We have lots of KOCs, lots of lots of a lot of people. Bro, uh, chat, don't do that. Someone said that literally got traded. Like, don't do that. Did he? No. Are you sure? I, I have notifications on for like everybody. Is Twitter working? Twitter's Are you working. sure that? Are, do you trust your notifications? I trust. How do you know if that person in chat's not wrong? That that's a cap. How do you know that person's not? wrong? Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.